welcome to Burning the Edge. We would like to welcome to the tea our host, Mr. Arthur Miller Jr. Thank you for listening to the Burning the Edge podcast. Today we're going to have Matt Mender and Jody Barrett, co-owners of the Amateur Players Tour. We're going to continue our conversation as we look into what they have coming up. You can always check them out at amateurplayerstour.com to see that you, if you may be interested in playing on the tour. Again, you don't have to be the best player. You're always, uh, there are divisions that separate the better players and to your own categories. And it's a lot of fun. I can't express. Um, their motto is by the players, for the players. And they truly show that into the, in, in the tournaments that we play in. Uh, you can play here in Memphis. You can play the Arkansas. We, uh, Larry Burrow has a new Arkansas tour. Um, they have pretty much a tour in pretty much all the major cities across the country and also in Canada, uh, a couple of tours in Canada. I know we talked about, I know y'all is y'all ex- over exceeded what you thought it would be. So if you had, the, I don't, I'm going to ask you if you had any disappointments. I don't really want to know what they are. I just want to know, have you had any? I guess that's a no. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) well, we're thinking about it. I mean, disappointment, certainly, look, when you expand as quickly as we've expanded, not not everything goes smoothly. Um, Right. And certainly we've had some some struggles in some different areas, uh, some different chapters that have not, um, not gone as well as we had hoped. Um, part of that is, is been based on, you know, other challenges in those areas from, from outside influences. Some of it is, has been, you know, maybe we swung and missed on a chapter owner that didn't, you know, maybe didn't quite work out to be what we thought it was going to be. So, you know, I'll, I'll say this, you know, the guys that are going to be playing the major league all-star game are only, you know, they're only hitting the home run one in every six at bats. I feel like, you know, out of 35 chapters or 36 chapters for us to only really have two strikes against us, one or two strikes against us. I feel like we did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny, you know, cause I, I handle a lot of the operation side of things. And so, you know, from, from that, if I'm honest, like in, in, in my view, there's tons of disappointments of trying to figure out how to, to manage systems and design systems on the fly. And like I said, we switched our credit card processing in the middle of the freaking season, like completely stupid, um, except that it came <laughs> off without a hitch, right? Like yeah. very, very minimal issues. It's been the best decision we've ever made, but you know, we still fired on a credit card processor <clears throat> that was really, really bad. Um, uh, and let me step in here real quick on that, Matt, just to, just to give you a little bit of credit uh, for those that don't know. I mean, a lot of this stuff goes on behind the scenes and the members don't really know about it. Um, you know, they don't realize that Matt and I probably talk to each other eight to 10 times a day. And, and again, Matt's girlfriend's there listening and she can, she's upstairs. You're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it is, it is sun up to sundown deal for he and I, and we're both doing our regular jobs at the same time, but I give Matt a lot of credit on that particular issue with the credit card processing deal. You know, we made a, we made an agreement with our software company um, that included that original credit card processor uh, as part of that contract. That was a requirement of the deal. And, 
it didn't take us long to realize that that there were some serious deficiencies in that company in the way that they were doing business. And we were getting it from our members. We were getting it from our chapter owners. And we ourselves were experiencing the same issues and, and limitations as to, you know, what it it should be and how it should work. And, um, you know, Matt took that bull by the horns and went in behind the scenes with our contract, with our uh, software company. And, you know, kind of really held their feet to the fire and said, look, guys, this this is going to change or we are going to change the direction that we're going and who we're doing business with. And so, um, you know, Matt, Matt did a fantastic job of, of responding to the needs and, and desires of our members and making sure that we were able to deliver what we keep promising to everybody. And that is an right. elevated player experience. And, that, and when you make those promises and you build your entire business around this, this notion that, look, guys, we're not reinventing the game of golf. All we're doing is making sure that we treat you like you should be treated. And we're going to make sure that we respond to, to everything that you ask for. When, when you make your business about that and the first opportunity you get that you're challenged, you have to step up and, and deliver on, on what you've been telling everybody you're going to do. And so, you know, I give credit, Matt a lot of credit for that and handling that situation. So I apologize for in, interrupting your chain of thought. No, I just you're... wanted to give you a little bit of a little bit of pat on the back there. Oh, I appreciate that, buddy. Um, <laughs> you, you know, it's, it's interesting. I've got to give a shout out to Blue Golf, our software provider too, you know, because as Jody and I started selling it and, you know, doing the the hype man thing and, and running through and, and dreaming up what could a golf tour be, you know, there's times when, you know, we would, we would come up with a plan and say, hey, we're going to do this. And, you know, I'm talking to poor James, our Blue Golf rep, and he goes, um, the system might not do that. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So, you know, these guys have been, uh, have been really good to work with, you know, they've come up with some custom solutions that really saved our butt, to be honest with a couple of things like moving points around and, and how we calculated points. And, you know, because we wanted to do some things that made sense. Like one of the things that was key to us was we wanted, we wanted players to want to travel to other chapters to experience what other chapters had to offer. And, you know, other tours, when you go to other chapters, it's, it's not worth it from a points perspective. And so we had to design a system that would allow us one to award points equitably based on a strength of the field, which we use the size of the field to determine the strength of it. So if you go to, you know, Charlotte that has 230 members instead of, you know, one of our smaller chapters like Atlanta right now that has like 80 members, right. You're, you know, you're getting rewarded based on your performance against the number of people in your field. Um, so that was, that was a huge challenge for them. Um, but it was, it was very visionary on Jody's part. He came up with a really cool solution. And so being able to figure all that out and to be honest, we've gotten, we've gotten really, really, we're just really blessed um, because we've dodged a lot of bullets in this whole deal. Um, you know, we've been saved from, you know, making a, a, some really bad decisions, <laughs> you know, things have happened that have, have really, um, you know, just weird things have happened that, you know, we haven't went down a direction that we may have went down otherwise that, you know, looking back on it, I'm like, thank you, Jesus, that we yeah. didn't do that. Um, because it would have been really limiting. Um, but we've been really blessed. Like we've got a lot of really good partners, you know, we've got to get a shout out. I just sent an email, um, 
to, to Carol at Turtleson, you know, uh, right before we got on this call and, you know, how they've treated us has been phenomenal. The fact that they jumped on board with us when we were nothing, we literally called and we're like, yeah, we've got 180 members in St. Louis. Like what, you know, and, and, and they're like, you know what, we see the vision of what you're trying to do and we're willing to step up and, and help. Um, you know, Pinehurst for, for taking our call. You know, we, we, bu- we literally booked for more spots than members we had at the time. And they were all about it and helping us out with, with deposits and everything we needed to do to make it happen. I mean, we've, we've had a, a long string, you know, we've got to throw a shout out to Jack Curry with two under and motive CBD and, you know, their, their products that they, they put in and our new partner, we just announced blue tees golf. We're really excited about um, they've got great stuff as well. And so the, the big thing we keep talking about is we want to do, we want to do business with people who are our people. That's our, that's our saying, you know, our people is, you know, people that value the relationships with people, people that, you know, are responsive to customer service, um, that have vision to, to create something, you know, bigger than themselves. And, and we've been fortunate to, to be surrounded by a lot of those people. We've got a ton of really good chapter owners, um, that understand that vision and, and work, um, just tirelessly, you know, we're not the only ones working 100 hour weeks. We've got a lot of chapter owners that, that are spending their nights and weekends and their days off going to other chapters that are new, their tournaments, helping them set up things in the system. I mean, it's been, um, we've really been able to create a family atmosphere and it's been really fun. And so, you know, um, while I say I'm surprised to get to 3,000 members this quick, I'm really not based on the team that we've been able to assemble and the talents there. And um, as much as we're excited about 2021 and our our competition wants to convince everyone that we're a one hit wonder. Um, just 2022 is coming and put your seatbelt on because we're not slowing down anytime soon. Yeah. Whoever said that this is a one hit wonder. I don't know. They, they must not paying attention. <laughs> they must not be paying attention for sure. Hey, I want, uh, I meant to uh, give a shout out to uh, Larry Barrow. I got to play with him, the new Arkansas on. I got to play with him on Saturday down at, down here at Fair Oaks. He was a very cool guy, man. Very cool guy. He's uh he's absolutely excited about getting started in Arkansas for sure. He's uh you know, he lives down in the El Dorado area down near Mystic Creek, which is, you know, one of the top three or four best golf courses in the state of Arkansas. And so uh, he is he's fired up, man. He we probably get what three or four text messages from from Larry every morning <laughs> about something new that he's working on. So it kind of it, it's been uh, invigorating for Matt and I. You know, we're halfway through this season trying to kind of deal with all the stuff that's going on. Uh, on a day-to-day basis, but you get Larry involved and somebody new like that, that it takes us right back to November when everybody was, was just all fired up and every day was a new day. And um, so, yeah, he's, he's going to be great. He's, he's high energy guy and going to pay really close attention to his, his members and making sure he's delivering on all the, the vision that we've got for the APTs. So I'm glad you got to experience that with him, and I'm I'm glad to hear good things for sure. Oh yeah, that, and and I at first I didn't I said man that dude looked familiar. And then I saw the red hat. I was like man, you had that hat on on the Facebook live, and I was oh that's who you are. And I got a new nickname for him. I don't know if he I I started calling him L Boogie because he was and he loved um the gummy worms. He said that was his lucky gum worms. That's is what his son says. His lucky gum worms. <laughs> so we had we had a lot of fun though. And um, I got one last question for both of y'all. I just want to know how 
how did y'all become Golf Week Raiders? Did y'all know somebody that y'all? I don't know. I, I got to figure out who y'all know because I, I I got an answer for you. <laughs> okay. You should let me answer this, Jody. You should. You don't have to answer this. I'll answer this question for you. <laughs> you ready for it? All right. I know Jody. <laughs> Honest to God, truth. That's how I became a golfer trader. <laughs> Jody, man. So you the culprit, did? It's you, Jody. That's fair. <laughs> it's fair to be figured out. And a handful of others. I, I'll say this. I, I'll say this. So there is my experience with, with getting into the program um, goes back six or seven years ago now and um, playing in a four ball in Hilton Head where we Hilton Head or Myrtle Beach I forget where I forget which one I think it was Myrtle Beach um, and just got to meet the guy who was in kind of overseeing that program that was employed with Golf Week um, he's now over the program completely at the time there was another gentleman who who kind of had his it was his brainchild to start the Raider program with Golf Week. Um and then this fellow Armin Cimaroli um worked with Golf Week and was kind of the liaison for the magazine. And so just got to know him in a in a round we were paired together uh as as a four ball and as soon as I found out what he did, um uh, just kind of spent, you know, I think two holes into it, I realized what what his job was. And I spent the next 16 holes wearing him out about it. So he probably let me into the program just so I'd leave him alone. <laughs> um, hey, thank you for but, that. Yeah, right. But finding out about, you know, from him, you know, what the process is. Essentially, there are 600 or so panelists uh, that are involved in that rating program. And so it, it allows Golf Week to get a really wide spectrum of, of input uh and and opinions about golf courses because as we you know there's there's no science to rating a golf course it, it's very subjective and you know what beauty's in the eye of the beholder and what some people like others don't and, and vice versa and so um you know i was i was happy to to send my application in and get accepted uh 2015 was was my first year um and since then i you know the best email I get every year is, is the email around January 1st or so saying that I've been renewed uh, <laughs> and that I get to come back and do it again next year because it yeah. feels like stealing. <laughs> right. Uh, and it's, I think it's important too, though, to what we're doing as part of elevating the player experience, yeah. um, being able to, to get exposed to the different golf courses, you know, it's more, you know, Jody does a lot of our schedule and and one of the things that has made the APT so much, so much fun is we have a lot of similar interests and similar talents, but you know, our specialties are in very different things. Right. So I dabble in understanding golf course. Like I understand it really well for like a golfer, but I don't understand it. Like Jody understands the golf course for a Raider. So he puts, he puts the schedule together. And like when he puts a course on the schedule like the senior major throwing that out there you have to go like there's a golf course on our schedule i'm not going to announce it jody don't worry we got the confirmation <laughs> today that's in his top five all time that he's ever played it's on our schedule next year you're going to be able to go and play it and you need to go and play it like it's just you don't 
you don't get that in a lot of the others. You know what I mean? You have a lot of these guys that just go out and they put a, they find a golf course that'll give them this cheaper rate as possible. And then they run a tournament based on that. That's not how we're doing things. And it takes a lot more time and it takes a lot, you know, a lot more negotiation to call some of the places that we've been calling. But I will tell you, I will put our 2022 major schedule up against any schedule of any year of any AM tour in history. And I promise you it's going to be better. That's that's awesome, man. I, and I'll say, <laughs> I'll say this to add to that. Um, whenever I'm looking at, at putting a golf course on our schedule, you know, Matt and I look at, look at this from two different perspectives. One perspective is, will it sell? So there are certain golf courses that have name recognition, like Whistling Straits or Torrey Pines or, um, you know, TPC Scottsdale that – People see on TV every year, and right. because of that, it's a familiar name, and they know it, and because they know it, they want to go play it. Um, and, and some of those are worthy uh, of, you know, spending the money and buying the airplane ticket and getting on a plane and going. Some of them, I will tell you, if, if you're excited about playing them just because you've seen it on TV, you, you might end up being disappointed. Um, I know I have been personally, just, you know, experienced that several times. And so when I try to, to do and with, what Matt and I both try to do and we're, we're putting these things together is take into consideration the, the name recognition courses that are out there that the players really want to play. So what they a little bit of what they want but a whole lot more of what they need. Right. If right, you know what I mean. Right. And so my hope is that after two or three seasons of this, the players are all going to be like, okay, look, we, we don't care. Just whatever y'all schedule, we trust you. We're going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, right. I'm telling you, I've already resigned to that. You know, whatever y'all put on the schedule next year. Hey, look, I guess from November to like, December, I need to work as much overtime as I can. So then when I can get on the road as soon as January get here, you telling me Super Bowl weekend? Okay, February, I need to be straight because I'm I, I'm I'm ready to go now. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's just, it's just interesting. And it's like it's not a knock on some of those like TV golf courses, right? Yeah, yeah. So I I like TPC Scottsdale. It's a fun golf course to play. Um, you know, it's got some great finishing holes. 16 is actually the worst hole in the golf course. It just, they happen to build a stadium with 40,000 seats around it, right. To make it cool. But if you play it without the stadium, it's literally the, it was the biggest disappointment because the stadium wasn't up. It's literally like a nine iron to a green. That's like half flat, like whatever, dude, but yeah. it's literally, but you know, 15 is a great risk reward par five with an island green. Um, 14 is a great hole. 13 is a really good par five. 12 is a great par three. Um, 11 is a really tough par four. And 10 is a good risk reward par four. You can like blow it over the corner. You know what I mean? And then you have 17 and 18 you see on TV. 17 is obviously the famous drivable par four. And, you know, so TPC did a really good job with that. But I'll be honest, True North, I'll take both of those golf courses any day. If I could play True North or TPC Scottsdale, either one at True North and I could play them 10 times, I'd play play true north eight times and tpc scottsdale twice i mean they're that good yeah you know, you're out in the desert you've got the i mean the players championship out in true north and scottsdale and labor day weekend is going to be ridiculous it's going to be so good yeah so you know so it's, it's just simple things like that but you know true north's not on tv right so you, you don't you don't know it until you've played it once 
that's why I'm relying on y'all. I told you I'm resigned. For now on, if I got a question about a course, I'm going to shoot y'all an email and say, hey, look, I'm picking between these two. Which one should I pick? I just want to know, too. Well, the good news is if, if – well, I was going to say, if, if the good news is if, if between the two of us, if we haven't played it, we, we know enough people who have that we can get some really sound, you know, feedback and, and advice as to whether or not we want to play there. Yeah. So another question, how do I get in the group text? Because I know y'all got a group text. I just want to, I ain't going to say nothing. I just want to be in there and just. <laughs> well, you know, it's really funny because, you know, the other day, I can't say the golf course because the other day, Jody, we were in a group text with one of my members because um, we were talking about like a rule steal from Whistling Straits. And it's a group text with my friend Tim, Tim Leonberger, who plays in St. Louis and Jody and myself. And all of a sudden I get a text up there and he goes, Hey man, I just landed this course through the 2022 major schedule. And I'm like, Hey bro, you're in a group text with one of my members. In St. Louis. <laughs> so he comes up to me yesterday. I see him for the first time. We're at Peebly farms and he goes, Hey man, what's that about that course? Is, is Jody played there or something? And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I think he, I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> Tommy Sedman ruining the whole day for us. <laughs> well, of he course. already said you the spoiler, so I guess it is what it is. <laughs> I didn't spoil any events. Yeah. <laughs> Not a single one. I I'll just you. tell you, if you played every major next year, you might get tired of playing major championship venues, PGA Tour venues, you know, some of the top-rated courses in the country. I mean, whatever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So, man, I want to thank y'all for coming on, man. I know uh, I know I don't have as many listeners as y'all do on y'all Facebook live and stuff, but I so appreciate y'all coming on, man, taking the time out y'all evening and uh, doing this for me. Oh, man, it's been Oh, it's man, been we appreciate the support as always. You, you've been a – yeah, you've been a big supporter of ours, and so, you know, anything we can do to help you out, we're always happy to come on. Good, man. I appreciate it, man. So y'all have a good evening, man. Thank y'all. And uh, hopefully we can do it again. Maybe closer. I, I, I don't know. We're going we gonna to see what happens this year because I'm waiting to see what the schedule is looking like. Hey, shameless plug before we get off here. Thursday nights from now on through the rest of this month. Facebook Live, 7 p.m. Thursday nights, through 7 August. p.m. Central Time. All really all the way through August, and well, we're we not going to be extended beyond that because we'll have a bunch of stuff to, to add. But every Thursday night, we plan on going on live, and and just like this past Thursday, and having uh, more information to share and kind of slow roll this thing out it, and let everybody know. Uh, you know, just it'd be like Christmas. So you, every day you wake up to stick the new the new ornament on the tree for for Advent calendar. It's the same thing for us. Every Thursday is going to be a, a new new ornament to put on the tree for you guys yeah and i will tell you um not that they're not all going to be good because they're all going to be good you know because we'll announce a new chapter owner every single week we'll do all this stuff um new new major venue um talk about some new partnerships potentially don't want to throw it out but uh the the fourth week is my birthday july 29th for my birthday bash you want to be there for that announcement that's going to be one of the we're one of the first really big chips to fall because everybody thought you know we're going to release it all july 8th like oh we'll be able to play. no that's no fun i don't You're right that. but july 29th um i will tell you probably i can't say it's our signature major but one of our biggest majors will release that night so you definitely don't want to miss that one 
I'm not missing another one until December. I promise you. Whenever they stop, that's when I miss them. <laughs> and, awesome. I, and, I, and I'm gonna go back and watch them again because I'm like, I missed something. Let me watch it again. You know. Yeah. So awesome. I appreciate y'all, man. Always little Easter eggs in there. You gotta watch out for. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate y'all, man, and y'all have a good evening, man. Sounds good. Thanks, Arthur. Appreciate All right, it. Now. Thanks, Maddie. All right. See ya. All right. Now. Thank you again for listening to the Burn the Edge podcast. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Matt Mender and Jody Barrett. Please like, follow, and subscribe and to the podcast. Thank you again for listening.